Are you ready to level up? I'm Michelle Johnson, a business coach, business owner, corporate manager, wife, mum, and a juggler of all the things. I would love to help you juggle all the things that are important to you. How do you stay calm, in control, and achieve your goals? Join me in the Mindset Corner. Hello, so nice to have you here again. I'm really excited to welcome you to this week's podcast, which is a solo episode where I'm going to focus on how to start something that you've been putting off. This is something that's been coming up for a lot of my clients lately, and that tells me that maybe it's a problem for you as well. Before I jump into the episode, I just wanted to remind you that my eight-week course, Frenzy to Focus, will be launching in the next few weeks. So if you're interested in joining the waitlist, you can jump online, themindsetcorner.com forward slash frenzy to focus, where you can pop yourself on the waitlist to make sure that you get access to any early offers. Because once we hit March, the doors will be open and then everyone will be able to get in. And so make sure you reserve your spot on the waitlist now. So have you got something that you've been putting off? Is there something you're trying to start that's a bit new, a bit different, something you haven't done before, something that's challenging you with some new skills, and maybe you feel like you're a bit stuck? I'd love to help you by sharing some of the things I've been talking with about my clients in the last few weeks, because this seems to be a little bit of a common thread. If this is you, what I would encourage you to do first off is to really think about what am I actually worried about? What am I afraid of? Get out a pen and actually write down all of these things. You might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed and feeling like there's all of these things in the way and there's no possible way to get started because of all of these barriers. And like sometimes when you're overwhelmed, things can seem like there's a lot going on and maybe a lot more than is actually going on. If you if you actually take out your pen and write it down, you might find that the list that you have about what's causing you not to start or to feel stuck are probably maybe seven things. Our brains are really only capable of holding on to seven things in a category at a time. So as you're writing out these things, you're able to also kind of validate for yourself that the problem is not an astronomical size or the problems aren't an astronomical size. There's this handful or a bit more or a bit less of things that are pushing you to feel like you can't move. So what this process also does is it builds awareness. It helps you see why you're stuck (laughs) because when you're overwhelmed, it's really hard to kind of, what's the expression? See the forest for the trees something like that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's hard to see what's really going on because you're just feeling overwhelmed and that means everything feels overwhelming, even having to decide what you're having for dinner because you're already kind of stuck in this state where everything's circling around and you can't kind of pin down what's going on. So what you might be writing down might be things like, I don't have the answers to my questions. Uh, I don't know enough. I'm not good enough. I am not ready. My content isn't perfect, so I can't proceed. All of these things are really common. And when you write it down, 
what I'd encourage you to do is really to look at, are these actual problems <laughs> or are these things that your brain is presenting to you to try and keep you safe? Now, why would your brain want to keep you safe? We've talked about this a little bit. So if you think of your comfort zone as like a circle that you stay within, this is the place where things are predictable, where you know how things work. You've been here before. You're probably wearing your tracksuit pants. And what we're trying to do when we're doing something new or different is step out of that comfort zone. And our brains are wired to try and keep us in there because, you know, our ancient kind of brain is very simple and it knows that if it's comfortable with something, if it knows what to expect, then it's less likely to be dangerous. And so when you're trying to attempt something new, your ancient brain goes into this mode of like, oh no, this is something new and different. We don't know what to do here. Let's just, you know, jump back into our circle and, and stay here where it's nice, where we know we know exactly what's going on and we've been here before. So your brain will start to try and convince you to step back into the circle. So it's going to present you with all of these obstacles as justification why it's not a good idea to go out there. For example, my content isn't perfect yet. I don't know enough. I, um, I need to have done these three other things before I can start. And you really need to just think about like, is this a real problem or is this just something that your brain is presenting to you to try and keep you in the circle? If it's a real problem, then you can probably like think through a logical solution. But if it's not a problem, <clears throat> all you really need to do is change your thinking. So for example, if the thought that you had originally was, I don't know enough, you could change the way that you're saying that to yourself and say, I'm really excited to learn new things. And then you, it has this real feeling of allowance and you're not, you don't have that resistance that is being put up when you say, I don't know enough. If you say, I'm really looking forward to learning new things, it kind of opens up and it means that your brain isn't triggered into that um, kind of safety mode where it wants to keep you back. It's more of an exciting and opening thing where you can step outside the comfort zone and reassure yourself that this is a safe space because we're going to learn something. And, you know, there's no lions or crocodiles or bears or anything outside of our comfort zone that it's going to actually attack us. Um, these are just like concepts of danger that our brains are using to try and keep us safe. I hope that's really helpful for you because when I first became aware of this, it really helped me to push myself and try new things. Um, and I think I've realized in the last few months that doing hard things and pushing myself out of the comfort zone is actually the things that give me the most reward because doing the things that I've done before, that's not super exciting or interesting <laughs> for me. But if you can step outside that comfort zone and learn something new, do something new, not only do you get to have the excitement of the new thing, but you also show yourself that you're capable and you're proving to your brain that doing things like that is safe and you're lessening the resistance ongoing. So now the narrative in my brain is like, oh, new things, exciting. And 
I don't get as much resistance because I've proven to myself a few times that when we go outside our comfort zone, things are actually fine. And I learned to enjoy that feeling of a little bit of anxiety or, you know, in anticipating something where it is unknown or new. And when I feel that feeling, I think, oh, great, this means I'm going to learn something. I'm going to develop. I must be pushing myself outside of that zone. So once you've identified what kind of problems you're having and whether you just need to talk to yourself differently about the problem, what I would encourage you to do is to think about what are the absolutely critical things that you need to get done in order to achieve your outcome. So for example, if you wanted to launch a new product, you probably, you might be saying something to yourself about, you know, well, I don't know how I would warehouse this product or something like that, that might be holding you back. But do you really need to know how you would warehouse the product in order to start, in order to put pen to paper and actually design what you want the product to look like or start looking for how you're gonna get it manufactured? Do you really need the answer to that question right now? Or can you put that on on the back burner, so to speak, or put it at the back of your diary of these are things that I can work out along the way. And I don't need every single piece of information and everything answered in order to start, in order to move. You'll probably find that there's like three or four absolutely critical things that need to happen in order for you to meet the goal. So I can give you an example from my life. Um, When I was getting ready to launch my Frenzy to Focus course, I... I think I gave myself about two months to get it all recorded and organized, but I didn't let myself get distracted by things that didn't contribute to the outcome. So even though I really wanted to start a podcast and I thought that was a great idea, I forced myself to put that to the back of the book and decided that getting to work on that was my reward for starting this in the first place. So So I narrowed it down to four things that absolutely had to happen in order for me to sell an online course. So I had to have the content and record the content. I had to have somewhere to store the content and for people to access it. I had to have a way for people to buy from me. So some sort of sales page or a landing page. And I needed to have a way for people to pay me. So I decided those were the absolutely critical steps that I needed in order to launch something. And anything else was just going to distract me from getting there. So anything that came up, like starting a podcast, like guesting on other people's podcasts, like wanting to write a book or anything else that came up for me in that process had to be shelved for later. And if you can be really disciplined about that, it can force you to take the steps that you know are the critical ones because you don't get distracted with, oh, maybe, you know, I need to learn, um, 
I don't know, more, more about how to deliver a course on video. And so I'm going to go buy this course about how to, um, record good videos. And then you go off and do that course and weeks goes by and chances are that didn't really alleviate the big picture problem for you, which is that you're scared of doing the new thing or you're feeling this fear or anxiety about doing the new thing. And so when you're going off and looking for other solutions or distractions, it's almost like you're just putting off, putting yourself into the uncomfortable situation that you know you need to be in in order to achieve the result. So once you've decided on your critical things that need to happen or get done, that's really only halfway because now we know what we need to do, but how do we actually guarantee that we will do those things? One thing I would suggest is to put together a really clear plan. So what a plan does is it gives you this feeling of surety. It gives you a feeling of what's going to happen and that you have some control over the situation and it helps you to feel safe and comfortable with what's going to happen. So the other thing that it does is it tells your brain what's going to happen and then your brain believes you and it goes looking for ways to prove that what you're telling it is correct. So if I say, I will be able to finish recording my course by the 15th of November, my brain goes to work looking for all of the things that I need to do in order to make that happen. It kind of reevaluates all of the events between now and the 15th of November to make sure that my plan will work. And then when things come up like, things that might distract me, like maybe I want to join this new membership or maybe I want to watch this show on Netflix. My brain's like, oh, hang on, reminder, you said the 15th of November (laughs) and kind of puts me back to work in order to achieve the goal. So use that process in your brain to your advantage by getting really clear on what it is you want and how you're going to make it happen. Something that I find works really well for me is to make appointments with myself in my calendar um, because I know that if I actually schedule in the time to make it happen, I'm much more likely to do whatever it is. So if the first step is I need to record my online course, then you know the minuscule version of that is that I need to write the content for module one. <laughs> and if I have a time in my calendar on Friday at 2 p.m. to write the content for module one, there's a pretty good chance that that will happen in that time slot. If I just think, oh, I really need to record some things for my course this week, it's not really a guarantee and there's a good chance other things will get in the way that maybe aren't so critical or so important. I'll just be reacting to whatever's going on around me and not doing the things that are really important for me to achieve my goals. So let's say we have our plan in place. We have all of our steps worked out of what we need to do to get there and it's all scheduled. And if everything works out the way we want it to, we'll have everything done by the date that we want it to happen. That all sounds really great. (laughs) But if you've done this before, you might know that actually there's still things that can derail you from this point. There's these little voices that come up, these doubts that will continue to try and take you back to that um, space of, of your comfort zone. Hey, let, you know, this, we're not really sure about this. We haven't done this before. Let's just stop. Maybe this isn't the right 
direction for you. All of those things are, again, your brain identifying potential quote unquote dangers and trying to hold you back. So something that can really help in the final part of this process is to get some accountability. Find someone who will help you stay on track to achieve this goal. If you need a little bit of help with this, if you can't find someone, a little hack that I like to use is to use my ideal client. So when I first started coming out with my course, I decided that my ideal client was called Adele. And I had all the um, characteristics of who Adele was sort of worked out in my mind so that when I was delivering my course, I knew who I was talking to. And so when I needed accountability, I would actually book myself coaching calls with Adele in my calendar. (laughs) So I would say, you know, on Friday at 10 a.m., coaching call with Adele for two hours. And in that time, I would deliver the content that I needed to deliver in order to coach Adele through this course. So that's a little hack to help you if you aren't ready to reach out to someone else. But if you have a friend, a parent, someone in your family, you can reach out to a paid coach. What's cool about a paid coach in my experience was that when I paid someone else, I really, I sort of got leverage on myself and I was like, well, you've paid someone now, you have to do it. (laughs) So it wasn't just the loyalty to say, you know, if I had used my mum to try and hold me accountable or that I didn't want to look bad in front of my friend that was going to hold me accountable. I really felt like when I put money down, I needed to make sure that I got the outcome. And I know that that works for me. So it's something I've repeated since. So quick summary of what we've talked about. So when you're worried about starting something new, first step is to think, what am I worried about? And write, actually write it down. Are these actual problems or is this my brain trying to keep me in my comfort zone? And then what are the critical things that need to happen in order for this to get done? And then lastly, come up with a plan and get some accountability. I really hope this episode has been helpful for you. If you are looking for someone to coach you in order to help you achieve your goals, I do have some one-on-one coaching offers available on my website at themindsetcorner.com forward slash coaching, where you can apply for different types of programs, or you can reach out to me via email. My current email is hello at themindsetcorner.com, or you can find me on the socials at themindsetcorner on Facebook or at the underscore mindset underscore corner on Instagram. And while you're there, be sure to tell me what takeaways you got from the podcast today. I would love to help you. If you're in one of these situations, reach out and send me a message and I'll see if I can give you a couple of tips to point you in the right direction. Thanks for joining me today on the Mindset Corner. If you're enjoying the episodes, please share it with your friends on socials. And if you loved today's episode, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you choose to listen. It really helps people find the podcast. If you would like to learn more, visit themindsetcorner.com. There you can check out my current five-day course, Lost to Mind Boss, which is always available for you to lift up your mindset to the next level. Okay, see you next time and have a fantastic day.